Hey everybody, welcome to Cinema Trip Reviews. Welcome, this is our second week of our October Horror Review Month. Alex, you're with me today. We're talking about Wes Craven's 1991 movie, People Under the Stairs. This is a movie I think I've only seen like once before. I was very surprised with watching it. I, it has a lot of twists and turns. The tension builds throughout the whole thing. Uh, this was an awesome movie, man. This is a good pick. I thought it was a good movie, too. I'll tell you the truth. The only reason I remember this movie, I don't think I've ever seen it as a kid, yeah. but I remember growing up how my mom always used to say she loved it, and I just never watched it. And to this day, like, I saw it, and I was like, people in the stairs, why do I know that? And I was like, oh, yeah, it's that movie my mom always said she loved. So that's literally why I watched it, because I was like, oh, my mom liked it. I'll give it a try, you know? Yeah. And I with you. I thought it was yeah. good. I mean, it's one of those movies where I've, I've always seen, like, the poster, because I always thought the poster was really cool. I've also seen, like, screenshots and, like, some clips of it whenever, like, you know, like, horror documentaries talking about, like, different movies. Um, but I've, it's been a while since I've actually sat down and watched it. And I was actually, I was very pleasantly surprised with this one. Um, I mean, this was seven years after Nightmare on Elm Street, Wes Craven directed. Um, five years before he directed Scream. Uh, he directed a couple movies in between Nightmare on Elm Street in this, uh, like Shocker, which I haven't seen. Uh, Serpent in the Rainbow, which has Bill Pullman in it, which is actually really good. I actually like that one. That was I just watched that recently. Um, but this one, it's I, th I think I've seen it before. I just don't remember. But it was it was very good, man. I, I highly recommend it. Uh, but to kind of get into it, uh, you know, it's about a kid and his family. You know, I guess his mom has cancer. They're living in the broke down slums. They're the last family in this big huge apartment complex i guess uh owned by you know the rich people there's a lot of uh you know social commentary on class the, like the differences the between classes, the classes yeah. um which you know this is nothing new for like wes craven he kind of fits that into some of his movies um but this was a very different movie than what wes craven has done i haven't seen his full body of work but this is different than anything that i've seen from wes craven yeah it uh it had a much more, I want to say grounded, but it's not super grounded, but for Wes Craven grounded, you yeah. know, I'm used to like, I guess Scream's kind of grounded too, but I'm, I don't know. Wes Craven is Freddy Krueger to me. And that's like what I imagine when I think of Wes Craven. So, yeah, well, I mean, Scream is, we, that'll be a whole different review sometime, but that's kind Something of new. like, it's very meta, you know, it's making yeah. fun and going off of all the horror tropes. This is kind of like what you're saying. It, Based on everything else that he's kind of done, it's very, you know, it can happen. It can happen to a degree. It's it's somewhat realistic. Um, but as as we were saying, you know, the kid they're they're hard, coming on hard times. Mom has cancer. They're getting evicted from they're the last from their place they're living in. They're the last family. You know the, you know the owners are trying to get them out. That way they can tear down the whole building. You know, maybe build up hotels or whatever they were planning to put in there. Um, I didn't even know Ving Rhames was in this movie. He plays kind of an asshole, <laughs> but I guess he's trying to help the family in a way, trying to get I them guess. some money. Um, yeah. But you know how it is. It kind of reminded me of uh, Don't Breathe as well, you know, like the, the people trying to break into the house to, you know, get the a fortune that is rumored to be in there. They're saying there's yeah. like gold coins and there's a fortune hidden within the house somewhere, you know, and that's really what draws them to it. And then, you know, they try to break in and find the fortune and it goes terribly, terribly wrong. Because <laughs> yeah, you're following the whole time you're following who they introduce. And I love, by the way, I just wanted to bring this up before it's we move on too far. 
full i love the intro to him where he's telling the story and it's showing like the tarot cards and stuff tarot card whatever you pronounce it like i like was instantly hooked from right there i was like oh that's kind of cool and i don't think it's his real name but they call him fool the little kid yeah and they even make a point to say like not the not a fool as in like an idiot ain't the stupid kind of fool only the ignorant kind because he's just starting out kind of it comes into play a lot later in the movie because uh the movie's kind of based around the whole see here and speak see no evil here speak hear no evil speak no evil motive uh yeah. where it kind of uh preserve the evil by not talking about it or not putting it out there uh, and that's yeah. you know that sums up the movie pretty well because uh, you know they break in and automatically you know he kind of goes up there dressed as a boy scout uh, and you know you haven't really seen who's in the house much like the owners you haven't really yeah, you seen saw like a, a glimpse of them at this point like you know they're weird but nothing about them yet yeah exactly uh and you know he kind of goes up they have the kid case in the house see what's going on you know something's going on they have locks on all the windows on the outside for some reason trying to keep something in uh and then or, out. They, or out yeah exactly <laughs> and you know they send the Ving Rhames buddy in when you know he just doesn't he doesn't come out and which most people common sense you're like okay something happened we probably shouldn't go in there but he's like oh he's trying to steal all he's the greedy treasure, <laughs> steal the treasure for himself stealing the treasure the ducktales <laughs> episode or something stealing the treasure from me but yeah you know after the the people leave the guy goes in there and he disappears so i mean they have to go in and find him and that's where you know it kicks off the chain of events where it's just i feel like it, the tension worked in this movie even as an older movie where it's kind of hard for me nowadays like you know the older yeah. movies aren't really that scary or tension built but this one actually you know built the tension pretty well you know it's just one thing on top of another from there like oh this go went wrong which leads to this going wrong and it, it it was pretty well directed and it was pretty well planned out movie the house inside is way bigger than what it looks like on the outside. Yeah, right. <laughs> this I have to agree with you that the tension, like at this point in the story, I was super, super invested in this, like just to kind of know what was going on. Because at this point, they're running into like locked doors and like all kinds of crazy shit, and like it's a good build up to what's coming. And I don't know how much you want to give away of that, but like to what's coming, it's a good build up of what's happening right now. Kind of get hints of it because you see like little scenes scenes with like the daughter where you you know you think it's the daughter of the the parents that live in the house and uh, they're pretty abusive you know they're they get it right off the bat like these are not yeah. good people at all they're not nice they're yeah. not nice at all and then they it gets even worse from there somehow um but and then you like you're saying the locked doors there's doors with like no handles on them bars on the windows they have the the front door electrified really yeah they run to it because they're trying to escape and they electrocute them yeah which is how they get the dog which i thought was pretty funny <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know it's already tension built because they're the people are out and you don't know when they're going to be back they're searching the house he goes upstairs to look for the guy because they heard something and then you know the kid has to go you know exploring which leads him to the basement uh, and you know that's really where it gets nuts you know he goes yeah. to the basement starts seeing blood are all all over the place you know there's there's weird tvs with static which you have to put in a scary movie all the time you know all static time, yeah. tvs uh but then you find the people and there's like disformed people kind of remind, like mind you like hills have eyes which was also like a west craven movie in a way yeah. uh, but yeah you know you get 
them and then that kind of spirals out of there because the the people come home and then they got to try to find a way to get out at that point Um, at this point in it is when it really takes a twist because even the title is a little misleading and i'll kind of get into the title and the marketing of the movie later but Mm -hmm. that you think like the villain is going to be these people understands, but it's really, really not like this is when it really introduces the family as the villains of the movie. And it like takes such a, like a home alone, like, yeah, like chase movie. Yeah. I mean, not like home alone in the sense of like him making traps and stuff, but him just constantly in this house surviving. Like it's very claustrophobic. He's always like tight somewhere. That's what helps with the tension as well, where they're, they're constantly being hunted throughout the movie and not only that, but they're in tight spaces as well. It's an, it, They make it out to be a big house, but they're in these tight spaces, uh, as yeah, we talk about. the entire time. Um, but apparently, the story was inspired from a newspaper article Wes Craven saw, where the police investigated a disturbance at a house, and they found that the parents were keeping children locked in the basement. And then he thought that would be like, you know, yeah, let's make that into a movie. Kind of like how uh, he saw... It kind of Nightmare on Elm Street kind of came out of the same way. He saw like a newspaper article about like someone being attacked or dying in their sleep or something like that. And they thought like, oh, maybe the dreams killed him and, you know, came from there. Um, and then, like you're saying, the the real villains are the homeowners, you know, the people that actually own the building that the, the kid, the fool and his family lives in. Uh, and that's uh, Wendy and Robbie McGill also played, and they also played Nadine and Ed Hurley in Twin Peaks. So they were actually Who a couple in another uh, are show as well. Awesome in this film, they yeah. eat the scenery. They Every really scene with these two people are awesome. <laughs> like yeah. they were my—I mean, I know they're the villains, but they were my favorite. One of my favorite parts of the movie. These people were the dad, especially or oh, whatever yeah. they call him. He was going wild in some Nuts. of these scenes. <laughs> like they're both outrageously crazy but they're both like two different kinds of crazy yeah she's got she's more scary like the dad i'd be losing it oh like, yeah he's i, I know nuts. what you're gonna say he's i'm gonna let you nuts. say the um, intro to him hunting them you i know you said about it i'll let you say it you know they run upstairs and the dad comes out in a gimp suit <laughs> oh just bust out the door waving bust his shotgun full gimp suit hilarious no explanation no (laughs) nothing to any of this i mean why would waste the time they're just like you know it'd be funny or like you know it'd be scary let's just put them in a gimp suit like i think this was before like pulp fiction too so i mean Uh, like maybe this is where like quentin tarantino got the idea from the gimp suit from um but that was out of left field they never explain it there's really no like sexual motive behind it either i mean there's maybe a hint of it later like a tiny thing but there's really no thing of it at all like there's no explanation it's just he doesn't find like a gimp room or anything like the house all seems pretty normal i mean other people or anything yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, like there is a dungeon but not that kind of dungeon not that kind of dungeon. Uh, (laughs) but yeah that's and then of course unfortunately he takes out ving rames you know they kill him dead uh which I mean, you already kind of knew that the other guy was dead, but now like they're they're killing people. They're they're straight yeah. up killing people. These got these people don't care. They're crazy. They're celebrating. Yeah. Got him! Oh, 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 oh. Oh, 
And that's where it kind of goes from there because they know someone else is in the house. So it's just like them, you know, the, the family, the two people hunting this kid full all over this house. He's crawling yeah. through the walls. The walls and the movie have like a pretty good chunk of space. Like there's plenty of room. More to move so around. than you would expect. <laughs> Way more so than you expect. We talked about on another thing, guys, go watch the Evil Dead review, that scene where they kind of chase through the walls. Even more room than that, you know, yeah. like. There was tons of room. Like they were standing like shoulder to shoulder in some like, of these the scenes. Dog, it was like a dog house in the wall. Like they yeah, had like, like a dog bowl with like a there's a rib cage in there. Eh. <laughs> like I don't know who built this house, but it was definitely intended for people to be in these walls. Oh yeah, you know? I mean, as you you see it a couple times, like they have a a panel in the wall with all the switches for different yeah, yeah. doors and rooms, and like to throw a message on or whatever. Like they have it all set up. I don't know who who they paid to design this house or if they did it themselves because yeah. i don't they think put that's them smart. in the basement yeah like who would they design be like hey i'm gonna put a bunch of he's like what are you gonna keep down here definitely not people like no don't, don't worry about it not, not i don't know the, the, the walls are cool though but the kid escapes into the walls um at this point and just yeah. the mom and them are chasing we have been introduced to the daughter at this point and the daughter seems just quiet like she just goes yeah. along with the i mean that's She's the next scene at whenever he escapes he like runs into the daughter in, in the bathroom Mm -hmm. uh, and then she kind of, you know, kind of explains everything yeah. to him. Uh, and then you know, she mentions Roach, which is the one that got away and the one that's, He's the one that's all, in the wall, in the walls, making all the noises. And that's the one that daddy's trying to find. He's the one that's pissed off because he's in the walls, you know, just making racket all the time. Yeah. He pissed <laughs> Which... me off too. Like, Shut up! <laughs> Shut up! He's just blasting holes in walls. No, and then Daddy busts through the door in his gimp suit, <laughs> and he's got and Roach pulls him up. Yeah, yeah, Roach pulls him up, right? Yeah, I think. So. Yeah, that might have been yeah. later, but yeah, I think. Yeah, he pulls him up through the cabinet. Yeah, and then he and... dude sends the dog up through <laughs> into the walls after him. And they also establish at this point that Roach and the girl have some kind of bond. Like, she's helping him. She's yeah. feeding him. She's yeah, doing shit like that. Yeah, because that's how she got in trouble earlier in the movies because yeah. she was missing, like, a fork. And yeah. like, she went over and like, he slid it out from the vent to her. But, like, yeah. that's one of the parts. Like, when that happens, you're like, oh, that what makes you think, oh, these, these people are the bad guys in the wall. Like, exactly. Like that. And, oh, the parents are just terrible parents on top of that. Yeah. Um, but no, it's it's completely the other way <laughs> around. Because she explains that all the people in the basement now are perfect sons they wanted, but that that's like Wyatt said, it's a really theme on see no evil, speak no evil, hear no evil. So they were all said stuff and they cut their tongues out because they yeah. said stuff that they shouldn't. Or they said. heard too much, so they cut their or ears heard... off. But that's really like what the rest of the movie is is like Roach help helping fool kind of get his way out of here because. It's pretty much you can't get out. All the windows are like barred glass or plastic. You can't kick yeah. them out. They're not, not breakable, um, which, you know, and then he tries to help the girl out. And that leads them to the attic uh, where, you know, it's they got to jump out and she refuses to jump out. <laughs> and, he, and he lands into that pond that uh, he saw earlier whenever he was kind of casing the, the place. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, that's where like you would think, OK, be done. He gets out. No need to ever come back. You report him to the cops. Dunzo. Well, he reports him to the cops. The cops come. They don't find anything. They're like, well, what's going on here? <laughs> but you think they would see, like, the bullet holes around the house. Throughout the house. Well, they, they were pretty crafty because even, like, the door to the basement, they had, like, a oh, bookshelf yeah, over like, it. It looks stuff. like it's a, yeah, yeah, like a supply cabinet, so, a closet or something. Maybe they just put 
more wallpaper up you know <laughs> the cops would go poking at stuff you know like if you just threw wallpaper over something or hung a picture there yeah be fine. roach gave him a coin one of the coins he's like oh okay this is actually real so when he takes it home i think it's like his grandpa praises it and they said that like he could pay for the surgery pay for like a year's worth like he said rent rent for till 2000 kind of goes into the backstory about like even when he was young like younger no one went near that house because that family was nothing but trouble and they rumored about like inbreeding and incest which <laughs> and is where incest. you I mean, this is where you kind of discover their brother and sister exactly the, find the out two people their brother and sister that they've been caught they've been stealing people's children they're not even their own children they've been stealing people's children for the perfect child and then they just kind of discard them they do something gotta get rid of them cut their tongues off throw them in the basement uh and i mean i don't know why this kid would go back like just by himself man and how did he get back dude like i know he's like in the cabinets but would he walk in with the cops like well yeah like... they had he called like the cops to come over and investigate for like dom uh domestic violence or child sure. abuse but and like what cop would let them anything. in well what cop would let the kid in with them you know like oh yeah think, he, this is the kid that reported you i just think he snuck in while they yeah. were coming in and out because even like the mom the not the bob but the, like the woman she, says, she even yeah. says like i didn't have enough time to like make like check the doors i was too busy like helping all the cops. The, like them out yeah. and giving them food and drinks and stuff so i'm guessing that's where he snuck in he just kind of hid in the cabinet we're like you ballsy just going ballsy. in there alone man you barely got out you know there's no way out come on now uh <laughs> just to go back for this girl and like try to stop these people and then that leads to like you find out they they chained her in the attic up to the chimney, and I mean the cops didn't even like they suspected because they saw the the kids' room and they're like oh our our child like died or passed away or whatever yeah you think the the people like the cops would do some more investigation into it like find out who they are if they had children yeah actually. come on now um, didn't have time for all that you know you know paperwork so like, oh, okay weeks. you're nice enough you gave us food and stuff you helped us out in our investigation. Uh, <laughs> but then like, you know, the kid, he, he climbs up through the chimney somehow. I know I wouldn't be able to climb up through a chimney. I don't know I how this true. kid did, but like he, he helps break her out, but they can't go out the same way because pond. Yeah, pond. He said, yeah they, like, he said he put glass and broken nails and stuff in <laughs> yeah, there. They drained it and put a bunch of stuff in there. Yeah, which, uh, okay. All right. While that's, while he's like helping her break out, that's when we get the weird scene with the dad yeah. coming in in the gimp suit. And it was like a weird scene because he wants to kill her. He thought yeah. like right away, like as soon as they try to break her out, he's like, she's a whore. He did something with her. Like I, we need to kill her. And then like he thinks he's a whore now. And I don't know. I mean, it was a this weird is, scene. This is the first time the movie becomes kind of overtly sexual and yeah. nothing too, too bad. But like there was, like we said, the gimp kind of hints at it. You definitely know the parents are sleeping together, but this is the first time even the mom and him's relationship even turns a little sexual at this point. Yeah. And I'm just like, eh. It was a weird scene, though. He, like, grabs at his crotch with her, and she, like, forces him out of the attic. Yeah. Um, it but was very weird. I was like, oh, that's... That's odd. It was weird. It never crossed the line. And Wes Craven, I mean, Last House on the Left, fucking yeah, yeah, he's, he, he's he no stranger he's to done uncomfortable worse. situation. Yeah. yeah, exactly. He's done worse. Exactly. It never goes that far. He breaks her out, and they have to climb down through the chimney again, which would be pretty hard, especially yeah. with the dude like shooting up through the, the chimney. But before that, you know, you kind of had the the falling out between the brother and the sister. I guess we can call yeah. Them. Uh, 
you know, he wants to kill her. They come come to a disagreement, and then he yeah, smacks her, throws it. her on a bed. Like, no, I can yeah. take you out if I have to. He's holding a gun, starts shooting up through the chimney, and you get the Home Alone scene. He drops the brick down through the ch- <laughs> through the chimney and hits him right in the head, knocks his ass out for a minute. We kind of skipped over something before we gets into oh, the yeah. chimney, though, and I I just want to say. When he sneaks into the house, he doesn't go straight for the girl. He picks up like a like a chimney poker thing, like that metal thing. Yeah. And he he goes to kill the parents, like, and that was even kind of a dark oh, scene because yeah, he's a kid, yeah. kid. He's a kid in this movie. He's not like eighteen, seventeen. He's what, maybe thirteen? Because that actually maybe. that leads up. I totally blanked on that because like that was actually a part of the movie where I kind of got chills for a second. Yeah. He's like he hears them going to bed and they're saying like their prayer before they go to sleep. And he's creeping up, and it's silent, and he turns the corner, and it's just a tape playing. And that, I was like, I got chills. It gave me chills thinking about it. I was like, oh, shit. And, like, dude busts out in the gimp suit. (laughs) It attacks him. Second time. Planned it. Like, he got changed and was waiting. Uh, But, yeah, he busts that metal poker over this dude, and you can tell it's, like, splintered. It's wood. It's like a piece of wood, you can tell. You can tell the actor's even, like... Uh, (laughs) oh shit i don't this should have broke but yeah and that's but anyways he he runs out climbs up the chimney helps her escape uh you know they drop the brick on his head and they climb down and they're trying to get out well he sends her out he Mm -hmm. says keep going i'm I'm trying to take their their ass out uh so no he she goes to get out and she gets confronted by the mom when does the the sister ring the doorbell because that's coming right yeah, that happens okay. like in whenever, oh, okay. it's coming. like the kids getting got into the confrontation as well because like he ends up getting captured. This is also another scene where you're leading up to where she gets the daughter, the mom gets the daughter and she puts her in that like boiling hot oh my bath gosh. water. That made me uncomfortable. Well, that was <laughs> earlier too cuz she she makes her clean the the blood the off blood. the floor. Yeah, when that Big might Rage be right died. after. Yeah, We're, we might be missing. She makes her clean the blood, and as she's like, I, I think this was an accident. They kept it in the movie. Whenever like she, she pulls the girl down the stairs, she like takes two steps and she slips on the blood and busts her ass. Yeah. I think they have, that was an accident, and they just left it in the movie. But yeah, then maybe. like they make her like clean the blood off the floor, and then they get pissed because she has blood on her dress that they they made her wear. <laughs> But, Which, yeah, but it was an uncomfortable scene. It was because she in makes that her hot. get in that boiling ass water. Get in, huh? And it looks hot. Yeah. I don't know how they back then made that effect that it was not hot, but like that water looked hot, hot. dude. But yeah, I mean that's like the kid goes down to like set the set the people in the basement free. Uh, yeah, the dad of, captures him, right? And takes yeah, him down. Yeah, the dad captures yeah. him, and that's when he has him at gunpoint. Like, And that's whenever they get the knock on the door. Mm-hmm. And that's, like, full sister Ruby and, the, and the, like, the grandfather. And, like, they have the townspeople there, like, the, you know, the people that live in the slums. They got them there as well. Rally. Uh, rallying. Uh, which... They kind of, the rally kind of disappears for a minute. It's just, like, the sister at one point, whenever, like, they the mom goes after the daughter again and like she slams the door yeah uh but i mean at that point you like the, the kid ended up getting away the people like befriend him like downstairs well, yeah, he, he gets thrown in because the guy the, the guy thinks and, he's gonna eat like they're gonna eat him or whatever and he shows him the one shows him like the room full of money yeah. like it's like a mountain of dollars because he helped them shit. 
Yeah, because he helps them. Because he helped them. He shows, yeah, like, they had, like, no order to it. They had just had yeah, money just, and Again, coins, like DuckTales. Like, just like DuckTales. Like Scrooge McDuck thing. That dude, crazy dude's just going in there in his gimp suit, just diving around, swimming in his gold. And he it, even says, I've come in here. Count it. Let it slip through it, my fingers. Slip through my fing- let the coins slip through my fingers. Which is another, it's a weird place to hide it. Like, I understand nobody else would go through all these people. But how would he get through all these people all the time? Like, nobody ever attacked him, like, when he was well, like, hey. It seems like they're just scared of him. So, I mean, I, my guess is they wouldn't go after nah. him. Uh, it seems like a dumb place to hold him. smart-ass ass kid, he goes in there and he rigs the dynamite to explode. Oh, yeah, well, there's he, dynamite. He has, like, <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, the, the We forgot to say movie, that part. Whenever he comes back the second time, the house is even more booby trapped. <laughs> they have yeah. dynamite on the wi- on like the different doorways and like grates and yeah. stuff. But they have like the extra dynamite in the basement, and then like the kid rigs it up, and he, he gets the the guy to run down in there, and he's like, "I'll do it. I'll I'll blow this shit up." And he does it. Kiss your ass goodbye, boy. <laughs> I thought the dude was gonna blow up. But it just blows the dude out of the room into the yeah. well with all like the bodies, <laughs> which was weird. Also, like I, I get he dies. Um, the mom gets struck by the daughter by this point too, right? Before yeah. the house blows up, yeah, the, I think the daughter she, kills the, the daughter mom, stabs her. Yeah, yeah. And then um, like the the people, like the other like people in the basement come and start because she comes back. Oh yeah, yeah. Which is a cool scene, also. We're 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 kind of scattered here. Cause this oh, yeah. movie, like, yeah, but they come up through like the floorboards and shit, and they come out the walls. Which yeah, they're coming they out do... of the cupboards <laughs> yeah. somehow. Like, where, how did they get there? They I guess just, they went they into climbed the walls. up in there, and then they're like, you yeah. know, we're just gonna come back out and surprise her. Ha! <laughs> but yeah, you know, they they come out and start attacking her whenever she goes after the the girl. Dad, he doesn't come back. He just Dad gets blown back. out of that that room into the well. And it rains money down. Out, there's that much like... money in the in the basement. It goes up through the <laughs> chimney, and it starts raining down among all the the rally folk outside <laughs> of the house, and they start celebrating. And it was like, uh, and then the people, like the people in the basement, just start coming out, coming out, and, and like the people are away. like, "What's wrong with these guys?" <laughs> like, they just accept them real quick. Nobody like, cares. Nobody says, They're more worried about the money. Yeah. That's falling down. I felt like it was about to be a thriller video, like, real quick. Like, because they look like zombies, the dudes were in the basement. So I was like, what, what is going on? Yeah, so, I mean, there's no no police justice in this. The the parents just end up getting killed. Good. Uh, no setup for a sequel, really, at all. Uh, just the, you know, the, the people under the stairs get to kind of come out and live the rest of their lives somehow. I don't know and how. The, but the but, kid and the daughter are good, too. Fool and the daughter walk out, too. Yeah, I mean, they... They, they're set up for life now they got a ton of money yeah. tons of those coins that are worth a ton of value because one was worth enough to yeah. get them to live for 10 years comfortably so who knows uh but yeah i mean that's that's the the short and abridged version of people under the stairs i really liked it man i i thought wow. it was a great movie the tension in it was great uh that one scene man it, it definitely surprised me with the tape playing of them mm-hmm. like doing the the prayer um but apparently Wes Craven wanted to remake this movie. Like this movie was made in 1991. He wanted to remake it in the two th- early 2000s. Uh, oh, he thought let it, him. He thought it could be better with more money. And he thought he could get bigger budget behind it. He thought it could even be even better. 
Um, and apparently that didn't it didn't pan out. But apparently Jordan Peele is actually attached to to remake it. So I didn't know that. Yeah, so that'd be cool. Apparently he's been attached to it for a little while now. Uh, you know he has had some movies he wanted to put out like Candyman and stuff. Uh, so I mean, look for I'm looking forward to that one because I mean it seems like he's been having a run of decent movies here lately, and I think yeah. with this source material, it kind of fits around what what he does, you know, what he likes, yeah, what he likes, what he's good at exactly. So I think he can do uh, this story, George, this story justice. I think you, I know you said you like the movie poster. I think it's kind of generic, and I think you it kind of hurt it. I don't think it. I think it could be the Berg's movie poster and still be almost the same with the skull over it. Yeah. Um, and I also think the title's kind of um, misleading. Misle well, not misleading. I just think it's boring. Like, it's not something I would want to go see if it was new. Um, and, and that's just my two things. I think, and I'm not sure. I'm not, I wasn't alive back then, but I think those are two things that kind of hurt it in the long run where it's not as famous as I think it, I think it should be. Oh, yeah. Definitely, so. man. And, I feel like it'd be it'd be really obviously we weren't even born yet when this came out, but I didn't see the marketing for this at all, so I don't know. I feel like it'd be really hard to market this movie because give the it title away. makes like what you're saying. It makes you think that the people under the stairs are the threat, like they're the the enemy of the, the movie, bad guy. But yeah. you know, it's the owners. So I mean, it's hard to market that movie without giving a lot of stuff away, you know. Which might have actually hurt it in the long run. Maybe that's why Wes Craven wanted to remake it, you know, get it out there more. What's your final thoughts on the movie? I think this is the definition of a cult classic. I think this movie is fun. It's a unique story. It's not like a repeat. Of, like, I can't think of another movie that's quite like this movie. You know, yeah. like, this is a one-of-a-kind film that I've seen. I like why it said we were both pleasantly surprised. Um... I like knew my mom liked it. I know it's only sitting at like a 6.4 on IMDb right now. I think it deserves more, man. I, I really do. Oh, um, yeah. I, I thought I the plot was good. So. The acting was good. I mean, it was over the top, a lot of it, but you know, yeah, that's what you want. You know, that that's what they were going for. Um, but other than that, I thought the characters were great. I thought the kid staying the hero all the way till the end was awesome. You know, yeah. like an adult didn't come save him. He did it himself, you know, like, and again, he's a younger kid in this movie. It's not like, and they do some mean shit to these kids too, which modern horror movies are afraid to do mean shit to kids. Yeah. Would you but, give it like out of 10, man? For a cult classic movie, it's not a modern masterpiece or anything. Yeah. I, I would give it like, uh, I'd probably give it like an 8.1, man. I thought it was a good movie. Okay. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah. I mean, I, I think I would definitely give it an 8 as well. It's definitely a cult classic um i would definitely i mean i've seen a, a decent amount of wes craven's work but i would i would rank this pretty high up it's definitely yeah. not as not as good as nightmare on elm street that's probably my favorite wes craven movie uh sure but it's i would say it's like nightmare scream and then maybe it's, possibly it's better this than hills it's, it's better than hills for it's me It's definitely better than hills for me uh, and i like hills i think that's also a good movie yeah 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 and i think i think it's better than like uh last house on the left and uh what yep. was the other one that I mentioned? Oh, Serpent and the Rainbow. I think it was better than that. No, I would say this is big. probably like his third best. I would agree. And I just, again, for the complete originality of it. Oh, yeah. Like, it, it's got to be up there. Like, I, I literally, and, and hopefully people watching this can educate me on movies like this. I'd like to see more movies that kind of follow this pattern. But I, I can't think of any. For like, sure. This is a good move. Yeah, good movie. I, the story was good. The, the acting in it was great. And like you were saying, some of it was over the top. But it was 
the over the top stuff was from the right characters, the crazy people, and that's what you want out of these crazy exactly. people is over the top because that's what made them. I mean, the parts that like I thought were hilarious was like the mom, you know, just chewing the scenery, acting nuts, like over just the smallest things. Just over crazy and, shit, man. And then like the dad just running around screaming in the gimp suit. But yeah, I mean, the acting was great. The the directing in it was great too. Like the different like camera angles and the way that he directed it and the different different shots that he had set up was awesome. I mean, this is I would an underrated classic, um, uh, underrated. underrated cult classic by uh, Wes Craven. Um, there are there are some other ones, but they weren't really uh, directed. I know there's there a lot of movies produced by Wes Craven in that time that you know are cult classics, like Wishmaster. I I really like Wishmaster. I like Wishmaster. Um, <laughs> but this movie, I highly recommend, man. And this was a great pick because I, I was pleasantly surprised. It was a good film. I highly suggest it. Yeah, highly suggest it. Um, and make sure to like and subscribe. Make sure to check out all of our other reviews. Next week, we are doing the Halloween Kills review as of next Can't week. Because next week, it'll come out. So I'm, I'm pretty sure most of us are seeing it that opening weekend. Uh, so we will definitely have the Halloween Kills review out next week, next Wednesday, uh, for the third week. And uh, I'm going to keep everything else a surprise for the rest of the month. Uh, but until next time, like and subscribe. Make sure to check out all of our other content across the channel. And we'll see everybody next week.